down those cards. Cards mean different things at different times. Do you know anything about tarot cards? Oh, Christmas. Gather around, children. Listen to the mystics. <laughs> Journey. Podcast. I'm no mystic. Welcome to the Mystic Pools Journey Podcast. I'm Anna, and this is Ruth. Howdy. This is a tarot, occult, history, bi-weekly podcast. Today, we're taking a deep dive into the history of tarot. We're talking origin stories, popular myths, and answering questions like, what the heck is a tarot birth card? Ruth, school us all. Let's dive in. I am so excited. Birth cards are my favorite thing in tarot to talk about. I'm so excited to talk about it. Do you know about it? I kind of like I know what my cards are from like the online calculators. Um, I don't think I've like deep dove into like how people use them or like what what, you know, how people are. Yeah. How they should appear or be used in readings, that kind of thing. But I know what they are and I know what the cards mean generally. Yeah. Yeah. So it's probably the number one thing I do in tarot. <laughs> Like, my, I'm all about my birth card. It was the very first thing I ever learned about in tarot. Uh, my very first tarot card reading was by my uncle. And he said, okay, before we get started, we have to figure out your birth card in case it pops up in a reading. And I was like, oh, sick. That's sweet. So that was the very first thing I ever learned in tarot. We did the calculations and he told me that my birth cards were Justice and the High Priestess, which I'm pretty happy about. Yeah, those are dope. What are your cards, Anna? I'm the star and strength. Good ones. It's so fun. I'm super stoked on the star. Yeah, it's super fun. I like the star because I like to take naps and rejuvenate. Um, you know, strength seems exhausting, but yes, I have it. It's, it is one of my main ones. <laughs> okay, so before we get too excited here, let's just cover what a birth card is. Because <laughs> surprisingly, a lot of people have never heard of them before, which is so sad to me. Everybody should know. It should be, like, written on your birth certificate. Oh, my God. That would be... Th the next thing we include on legal certificates is your tarot card. <laughs> yeah, along with your, like, uh, zodiac sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your big three and then your tarot birth card. <laughs> Why not? Honestly, like, parents should be able to include anything they want on their birth on their birth certificate, and I want to include that on my kids's. You can write it in, at least. Get a little sharpie. So, a birth card is the card that is tied to the numbers in your birth date. And this card represents who you are, what you need to know in life, and some lessons you might learn. They point to, like, different facets of ourself, such as strengths, lessons to learn, and, like, goals to aspire to. Does that kind of make sense? Okay. Yeah, for sure. I definitely need to learn to sleep more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so the next question is probably, how do you find out your tarot birth card? Oh, yeah. And this is going to be a little confusing to explain. But just hang with me. You add all the numbers in your birth date to get one number. And that's going to be a big number. And then you reduce that number down to a number under 21. And then you add those two numbers. Say you got like 12. You add one and two to get three. And that's your second number. So you should have two numbers. But there are some special people that have three numbers. So this is super confusing to say out loud. And I'm sure nobody understood what I just said, but just Google tarot birth card calculator and you'll find calculators online that will do this for you. So you don't have to math it yourself. Like, don't get confused or thrown off just by what I, how I explained it. Just go online and Google it. Just know that it's kind of like numerology with your birth date and associations with tarot cards. 
Yeah, exactly. So a lot of people are basically like, cool, I found my birth card. What do I do with this information now? So think of your birth cards as basically your zodiac sign, but for tarot. You can use this as a tool for self-reflection and find the qualities of the cards that you identify with. And that's probably the most important part of this birth card thing. It's going through the card meanings because we all know that there's multiple and figure out what components of the card you identify with most. And then you can use this as kind of a beginning starting place for like self-awareness and self-knowledge. Yeah, I really like the analogy of like the the zodiac sign. It's for tarot. Like that makes it super accessible to think of it. Because like obviously there's stuff about zodiac signs where I'm like, I do not identify with that thing. And same thing with some of these birth cards where I'm like, mm, I don't know if I'm feeling that. But you know, who knows? Maybe that's my lesson to learn. Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I actually, I really, it's really interesting to me because I think I'm, I'm curious to know if you've done readings where like you've pulled out your birth card or someone else's and like how you've used it as like have you ever used it for like a, the center of a reading or how do you treat it when it pops up for someone mm -hmm. yeah absolutely so you can do whatever you want but my personal favorite thing is when i'm doing a tarot reading and my birth card pops up in the reading that's like friggin gives me butterflies in my guts and i basically like throw my whole spread out the window and make that card represent myself in the reading so like even if it's in the place of like what to look for in the future like i center that you know, section of the reading of the spread around myself at that point. That's super cool. Because you can kind of, you know, jive and find yourself and qualities of yourself in any of the cards. I think, you know, we all carry qualities that the cards carry. But having one set card that you're like, this always represents myself is a really nice, like, and very rare to have such a constant in tarot. That's, it's my favorite part of, you know, figuring out my birth card. It's kind of like, kneeling down at least one constant in readings for me oh yeah and then like just the probability of that card showing up is wild where you're just like there's 78 other cards why do you keep getting that one so that is fun i think people should probably try kind of what you do which is like reordering the cards when something is like pops up because like obviously if you are starting to respond to this card and you're like okay my brain is telling me like i got some unconscious thoughts around this i'm gonna i'm gonna rearrange my cards like I think it's time because it might like help you reflect on on like what would be the better way to go about whatever it is you're asking. Yeah, absolutely. And like once you figure out what your two or or if you're one of those rare three card persons, once you figure out what those are, like the first step you should do before just like jumping into readings with it um, would be to like take the cards and look at them just next to each other in their order and see how they interact with each other. You know, practice linking just those two tarot cards to start. Like, for example, mine are Justice and the High Priestess, which are both, you know, pretty formal cards. They're both seated in thrones and facing forward, and they're both crowned and robed super ceremoniously. And they have pillars and, like, veils, which represents, like, gateways into the unknown. And then Justice has, like, the swords and scales, which is, like, sharp and demanding. And then the High Priestess has, like, the scrolls and the cross, which means, like, deep and permissive. You know, you kind of look at the similarities and the differences in the cards and how, like, they might overlap and like where the Venn diagram with those cards are so that you can just gain more information about, you know, if the, when those two cards do pop up in your readings, how you can kind of, you know, apply that knowledge to the spread. I like that. Yeah. Because thinking about my two cards, the star and strength, like they are very different in the sense that like the star is overall like a very like calming, healing, regenerative, restorative. And then strength is like loud. It's like it is bright. It is like 
it's like in your face and you're just like both looking at like where they overlap but then also looking at oh how do they challenge each other like what about them is different and like maybe that's like oh you struggle with one over the other or like you lean too heavily on one and maybe you should bring in a little bit more of the other it's really interesting yeah like and there's some pretty crazy pairings out there like i'm super jealous of the people because one of the pairings is the devils and the lovers i love that one it's so cool yeah isn't so funny and like when you look at those two cards next to each other like the structure is absolutely identical you kind of have one guy is like a devil in the in the thing and one and then there's the angel but there's two people up ahead but the two people are chained together over here but they're like lovers over here so they're like set up identical but they mean such different things mm-hmm. it's super cool like one's very self-centered like self-determined and like expressive and self-important and then the other one's very like relationship oriented too like i like mine too because they're fairly like in line with each other like meanings wise <laughs> you're like these line up at least in- you can interpret them at kind of as the same thing right right but devil and the lovers you're like oh shit what do i do <laughs> there might be some strife up ahead or you gotta like you gotta like yeah figure out some things yeah i think the other one is like the tower and the chariot it's like dude what have you gone through in life tell me your life story when I find out that's their birth card, I'm like, dude, tell me everything. Yeah, those are just two very strong cards. And I mean, like, you can look at the tower in a positive light, but, you know, obviously most people's first impressions of the tower are not so positive. But yeah, it's just like, that's a lot of, like, change energy. Like, we are going to change. We are going to knock things down. We're going to move forward. And, like, I'm getting tired just talking about it. Yeah, and, like, they're both centered around action. It's just, like, the tower is, like, chaotic action and like unplanned for action and the chariot could be considered like super like meticulous and planned out action yeah like productive action yeah exactly but it's truly a opposites opposites in that in that pairing as well mm-hmm. but this is also my favorite party trick love that i told earlier that the first thing i ever learned about tarot was my birth cards because i love bringing my deck to like parties and stuff so i can give readings to everybody like specifically after everybody's had a few and I don't have to worry about like you know misinterpreting anything or doing anything too exact everybody's just kind of down to clown at this point and so somebody will sit down in front of me and the first thing we do is calculating their birth card and I think if anybody else has ever read at parties before you know that like the the interested group kind of all gathers around and watches the readings go down like inevitably the birth card pops up in that person's reading or in another person's reading, and the whole crowd goes crazy, like, oh shit, that's a birth card, that's me. Or, oh, that's my birth card in your reading right now. It's like definitely like a gateway drug into tarot. It's like the best way, if you have a group of friends that you want to get into tarot, go to a party, tell everybody their birth cards, and do readings for them, because it's the most tangible way to get people into tarot. People love talking about themselves. Oh yeah, anything that can make it more personal, I think... And that's just like with life, but it's kind of like zodiac signs, Myers Briggs personality quizzes, like anything that you're like either gives you insight into who you are or like confirms things that you already think about yourself. That that type of stuff. It's just like this is a way to make tarot less scary and way more personable and welcoming to be like, hey, it's your birth card. See, it's a thing. And then people are just like, yeah, let's watch, let's watch and read, let's do this. And it's also just like a tangible piece of knowledge that people can walk away with 
like sometimes the tarot people tend to forget their readings or you know chalk it up to hullabaloo but at least this is like something they can take along with themselves you know as a certain fact <laughs> yeah for sure and i think it's also one of those like the more people know about something that they previously didn't know anything about the less spooky that thing is so you know this is just that like baby step into like hey once you know something and like gather that knowledge and information it's not probably not as spooky as what you think yeah so we've got birth cards i've heard a little bit about soul and personality cards do you have any thoughts on that or have you like i don't know done anything with those know what they are i've heard a lot of the about those they're basically it's basically the same kind of gist you know they're basically kind of the same thing so some people call birth cards soul and personality cards and this method is used by mary greer who's like a badass tarot historian you should look her up and instead of birth cards she refers to the pairs as personality and soul cards since you have two or sometimes three cards people use this method to further distinguish each card's roles so personality cards represent what we have entered this lifetime to learn while soul cards represent what our soul purpose is across multiple lifetimes so your first birth card is your personality card, so mine would be Justice. And then the second card is your soul card, so mine would be High Priestess. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, I think so. I'll have to look up what my first card... I guess my first card is Star then? I don't know. I'll have to double check. And my second card... Yeah, it goes by the number. Okay, cool, cool. Then I think my personality is Star and my soul is... <laughs> Super cool. There's plenty of guides online for sure about this. So if like hearing about it is confusing, obviously, like they usually come with the calculators and like guides on which card is which. Yeah. So if your personality card is a star, then you might have like entered this lifetime to learn to be like optimistic and relaxed and take a lot of naps and naps. that sort of thing. <laughs> we talking about naps a lot. I, I am ready for a good nap at all times. Naps are the hidden meaning of the star card. It's true. That's actually what it's about. Go take a nap, kid. Yeah, and then so if your soul card is your strength card, then the purpose that you have to learn across all of your many lifetimes is to be like more like demanding and vigilant and strong. <laughs> oh, God. That sounds exhausting. No wonder it's paired with the star card. It's like, hey, take naps, but get work done. <laughs> yeah, so... No matter how you interact with your tarot birth card, uh, becoming familiar with it and calling on it for grounding knowledge and like self-awareness is a super awesome tool to have in your tarot arsenal. Super fun. Okay, so Anna, some people are super into knowing other people's zodiac signs, but I'm way more into knowing people's tarot birth cards. Everyone's like, oh, you're such a Scorpio, blah, blah, blah. But when someone tells me their birth card is like the tower, I'm like, Tell me everything. What's up with your life? Are you okay? Like, what's going on? And then if somebody is like, oh, what are your birth cards? I don't know. I'm like, let me change your life right now and tell you your birth cards. So if you know what your tarot birth card is, drop a comment and share below. Yes, that please, please, please share. Um, we might do, we might like do a little, little short episodes on each of the, the pairings of the cards just for funsies. Um, yeah. So follow along, you know, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review and if you're a fan of the podcast, we would love for you to leave these reviews so we can find new fans and learn more about super cool tarot history and birth cards and the like. 
So tell your friends and follow on all socials. Our handles are Sweet Death Inc. and Mystic Fool Tarot on all platforms. See you later. See ya. Thank you.